welcome. This week, our contestants will be facing off about the topic Judeo-Nazarenism and Thomas O'Keefe. This is Learn a Little, a stupid podcast for smart people with David Andrew Laws and Liz McMonagall. I can hear myself through your mic. You can? A little bit. That's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Should you be able? No. No. You should have been able Oh, but now I can't. All right. I don't know what it is. Maybe my brain's just Maybe it's you. Maybe it's me. I mean. It's probably me. Let's be honest. Are you ready to learn a little? Yeah. You ready to learn a little? I actually really am quite ready to learn a little. He's so excited. I approached today in a very uh, ready position <laughs> i don't want to see what that looks like <laughs> i don't want to like, know it's just ears open eyes front hands on the desk so like if you you're <laughs> that person in that first row who got to class 30 minutes early like sitting mm-hmm. there with your notebooks ready your favorite pen because we all have one or my several. shoulders are hunched my teeth are glistening yeah. i'm ready to bite the neck of knowledge <laughs> I did just buy some new notebooks and pens for an online class I'm taking. So what that, class are you taking? I don't want to spoil anything because okay. I'm going to talk about it a little bit in what I'm talking about. Oh my God, I can't wait. So let's not spoil it. Who's Do going you... for a say? Also, let's introduce the thing. Hello, it's me. I'm David. <laughs> Hi, I'm Liz. This is Learn a Little. It's a stupid podcast for smart people. What's about to happen is Liz and I are going to each have a random Wikipedia article from wikipedia.org that we have learned a little bit about, and we're going to teach the other person only using links available on Wikipedia. We can't go off-site for any new information. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we're going to quiz each other and see who uh, learned more from the other and who gets to wear the crown of schmat. The crown of schmat is on the shelf right now. It is on the shelf. We put it back. It's a... Dusted it off. Crown out of town. And put it... (laughs) Elf on a shelf. I (laughs) can't. Oh, I like that. Okay. Crown, make you frown. No. (laughs) (laughs) Crown. Nope. <laughs> do a brown. Okay. Um, <laughs> so who do you who wants to go first? I want you, want you to, go, to f- go. No, I want you to go first. Okay, I want to go first. Great. I'm excited to teach you about what I'm going to teach you about today because it's wait. something that I am interested in. Okay. Not an expert on and not passionate about, but interested in. Okay. So my random Wikipedia article was on Judeo Nazarenism. Sure. Not judo Nazarenism. That's a f- martial arts. Okay. Joke that I made. Get out. But Judeo Nazarenism. Do you does that There is a river in okay. Judeo. Okay. All is right. that what it is? Well, no, it's not a oh. river, but I was gonna ask <laughs> if you had any semblance of like sort of what like what, what category is. of knowledge this would be. Judeo. Yeah, I feel like it's like religious in some way, it right? Absolutely is. It is a it is a term in the study of early Christianity. Judeo-Nazarenism. So the term is distinguished from the term Nazarenes used in Jewish writings to avoid the recognition of Jesus as Messiah, which is inherent in the term Christians. It is also necessary to distinguish the various Christian sects who were using the name Nazarenes over the century, right? And so preface, 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 I am not a religious expert. This is not a religious podcast. I am 
fascinated by organized religion. And the class I'm taking right now is on Buddhism. I'm taking a class on uh, Harvard University Online. Oh my gosh. Buddhism through its scriptures. And I'm, so I'm, you know, just coincidentally, I, I'm already in the mindset of like thinking about religion as academia. Yeah. So that's how we're approaching this. We're not, okay. I'm, I'm going to try to keep my personal biases <laughs> about things that you don't talk about religion and politics. Yep. And today we're talking about religion. Here we go. <laughs> so, so let's just step way back, right? The Old Testament. Okay. That's a book. Yeah. And it's a bunch of stories about what happened in the old times. Mm-hmm. And it is the scriptural foundation for Judaism, right? Yep. And then, and I'm I'm just I'm going into basics right now, just to make sure we're no, all starting. No, you from. should go to basics with me because okay. Although I was raised, I think we talked about this maybe on another, but I I can't remember. Um, but I grew up going to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Like uh, public school for a while, then Catholic school for like elementary, then public school, and then Catholic school again for high school. So like in and out. A storied past. But a storied past. It was basically like where the musical theater was better. <laughs> That's what school I went to. <laughs> so I did not. It, it didn't play into my decision. Um, but yeah, start start with basics, David, because I got to tell you, I got a D in theology. Great. And, and I may get some stuff wrong. It may be a very long apologies great. and corrections corner next week. But I think we I might as well already start off by apologizing. I'm going <laughs> to get a lot of things incorrect. So there's <laughs> so the Old Testament and then there's the New Testament. And that yep. is the books about Christianity, what got Jesus in them. Yep. Right. And that's where the two religions, that's where the two religions split essentially right the mm-hmm. one set of books says this is all about god and this is all about these stories about you know parables and stuff and then the christians are like that jesus guy wee, he did it he did it he did it and oh. then the jewish people were like no 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 just a guy didn't do it not a messiah not a messiah right that's the that's the whole point not even necessarily just a dude but not the messiah um <laughs> So Nazarenes means he who has vowed, which is here's the uh, here's the other thing I I need to say about this page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the top of this Wikipedia article, it says this article may need to be rewritten to comply with Wikipedia's quality standards. Uh, so you can already. help. The talk page <laughs> may contain suggestions and has been that way since June 2018. Oh, so. Okay. So I I had to supplement just a little bit of my own understanding because there are a lot of like citation needed. They're like, yeah, but that dragon. You're like, what? No. There is a dragon in the Bible, but not not where we are right now. Where is there a dragon? I mean, we'll talk about that later. In the end. So yeah, uh, the name of Nazarenes, he who has vowed, but like, I don't know. Isn't it it the place? Nazareth. 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 Yeah. Thank you for the correction. That's okay. <laughs> That's where Jesus is from. Yeah. He's Jesus of Nazareth. So you would think that Nazarenes are people from Nazareth. No? Well, because of, you know, so the English term Nazarene translates two different terms. 
that may or may not have a religious aspect. One of those, the non-religious just being from Nazareth, right? Right. The phrases traditionally rendered as Jesus of Nazareth can also be translated as Jesus the Nazarene or Jesus the Nazarene. Right. And those are two different things in there and there because it's all and it's all. And that's the tricky stuff about man. Religions are all so old. You ever think about that? (laughs) Yes. Scientology is not and Pastafarianism is not. Excuse me. What is that? Is that what I am? You don't know about Pastafarianism? Should I be a Pastafarian? Pastafarianism is the it's the giant floating spaghetti monster uh, religion. Have you not heard of this? No. It's like, a, it's, you know, all religions are made up, but it's a made up religion. Oops, I just said a <laughs> controversial thing. It's a made up religion that's basically like, you know, I can't, you can't disprove the existence of my flying spaghetti monster god. So he's just as real as, you know, the god in your book from a bunch of years ago. Sure. It's like a purposefully sort of pointy religion. And they wear a colander on their head. And Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild. I can't believe you didn't know this. This is Family Guy. Like, that's a Family Guy episode. That's not, (laughs) that's not real. That's. (laughs) Well, so, and so all religions, all these religions, the religions we're talking about, they're all old, right? And I'm discovering that in my Buddhism class as well is like, they're all old and they all were written down in one language and then translated to a bunch of others, Buddhism especially. Buddhism has this whole thing about its diversity and about the fact that like there the, there's the language that the scriptures are supposed to be in, but then they get translated in all the other things so that other people can learn about them so you can spread the religion. And so like when we're talking about what these words meant and mean and get translated to, it gets a little tricky. All you need to know right now is that Jesus was of Nazareth. He is referred to that way in the New Testament a bunch, 14 times. That's not a bunch. Out of the whole New Testament, he's only referred to as Jesus of Nazareth 14 times. How many times do people talk about you and say, oh, yeah, Liz from Wisconsin? Literally in every conversation I'm in. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like bringing it up has some significance, but maybe that's just me. Maybe. So, That's really interesting. It, again, I feel like I, I I started studying this on one day, and I was like, I'm going to start studying for the podcast. And then I was like, I am going to actually need to spend more time on this because <laughs> this is not making a lot of sense. But I think what I have – I think I have parsed it is that think about a spectrum okay. between Judaism and Christianity. Yep. I think Judeo-Nazarenism is – on that spectrum somewhere, but not on either end of it, right? Yeah. Um, there, It's an early Christian sect that came to refer to a sect of Jewish Christians who continued to observe the Torah in contrast to Gentile Christians who eschewed Torah observance, hmm. right? So we've got Jewish Christians and we've got Pauline Christianity, otherwise referred to as Gentile Christianity. And I think those are, right, those are obviously different things and on different places in the spectrum. I think the whole thing is just a spectrum of who believes what and why they believe it and where that belief comes from. Um, And as long as it's not hating towards anyone, it's fine. You do you, boo-boo. I think so, too. That's how I feel. I I think so, too. Uh, The first use of the term is found in the Acts of the Apostles. Where Paul okay. the Apostle, I love Paul the Apostle. Paul the Apostle. I like how like generically like white all of their names are. It's like Paul, I'm Mark, I'm like there wasn't like 
And I wonder where that happened, right? Because like yeah. white people love to name their babies after folks in the Bible. Yes, and I they wonder do. If that's where it happened, right? Because the first people, the people writing the Bible weren't white, right? Correct. They were mark markedly not that, right? Correct. The, the people who who put Jesus on his big T that he loves so much. They were white, but Paul the apostle was accused of being the ringleader of the sect of Nazar. Nazar. See, here's and here's the thing about the Bible: it's got some Pauls and some Marks and some Johns, uh, but then it's got Roman prosecutor or pro, oh, dang it, then it's got Roman procurator Antonius Felix. Right, like what? <laughs> just Tony. Just call him Tony. That's a that's a Shakespearean name right there, Antonius. Antonius Felix. Felix. And at the time, it was just. You know, a designation of if you're a Nazarene, you follow Jesus. And yeah. then it sort of like became all these other other different things. Yeah, the Greek uh, epithet Nazarios is applied to Jesus 14 times in the New Testament and is used once in Acts to refer to the sect of Christians of which Paul was a leader. Is it traditionally translated as a man from Nazareth? Huh. And that's, I think that's all I got about. <laughs> Judeo-Nazarenism without just going like really wildly like theologically deep like I'm ha I mean I'm okay with not doing that but it's that's crazy the G the Judeo-Nazarenisme will prove as a warrior ideology to understand this we must go back to the beginnings prior to the first century in a Jewish world diverse and marked by Deep. See, this is this is where I think the Wikipedia article is like, hey, can someone rewrite this? I feel like somebody <laughs> got a little fan fiction-y in our, in our <laughs> Wikipedia. But no one has. No one's touched it since 2018. They're like, What am no. I going to do? Yeah. That's true. They're like, I don't want to. <laughs> so did you learn anything? I learned a little. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a confusing one for me. It's. You know, it's, I agree with you. I think it's one of those topics that you're like, I don't want to, I'm good. I don't need to touch too much on it. I just, just a little. <laughs> just a just little bit. Just a little, little boop, boop, boop. A little amuse-bouche of Judeo-Nazarenism. <laughs> amuse-bouche, get out of here. That got me. So let's learn about your thing. Great. Mine is something completely different. Oh, thank goodness. Drops a Jupiter in her hair. Remember that song? No. She laughs like something and she does tabo. There's room to grow hair. Is this your Wikipedia article? Has something to do with it. Oh. Boom. Okay, so I, this week, I'm going to learn you a little about... I hate that when people are I like, I'm going to learn you. I, I like, think you I, especially can't do that on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to learn you a little bit about, or like when people are like, I'm going to borrow you. And you're like, no, you're going to lend it to me. Anyway, I digress. Thomas O'Keefe. Okay. Thomas O'Keefe. Thomas O'Keefe. So Thomas O'Keefe uh, is a North Carolinian, North Carolina what would you call them? North Carolinians? Got yeah, you got it in one. North Carolina. Was I was I right? Blessed. Um, okay, so he's a North Carolinian musician and author. He is best known for his work in Anti Scene, which is this like punk rock band. We'll go there in a little bit. Whiskey Town and Train. 
drops a Jupiter. <gasps> hey. Train. Remember Train? Ugh. I remember Train. I also, wait, what did you say about anti-scene? Okay, yeah, anti-scene. Like, that's not the name of a thing. That's a that's an adjective. No, that's the name of a thing. That is oh, the name. I was just thinking about scene the other day, like S-C-E-N-E. Do you remember yeah. like the phrase scene kids? No. Was that a thing when you were growing up? I remember that phrase that like some like some kids were punk and some kids were emo and some kids were goth and some kids were scene kids. Okay. I, I couldn't remember what that meant. Is I'm this going to be about that? That is exactly what this is about, David. Okay. I'm so happy. I'm really happy for you too. You're, you're so schmat. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> early in his years, Thomas O'Keefe discovered punk rock and he was like, yep, oh. that's for me. <laughs> no, this is. So- no, but not like he was like. I, f- I found it. I found it. He found I mean, a punk looking rock and he goes, there it is. Punk rock. A punk I rock. I must share this with the masses. <laughs> so he started a ton of bands, okay? He and his bestie, Jeff Clayton, they started this band named Jeff Leopard. I mean. No, they didn't start a band called Jeff Leopard. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? <laughs> what year is the, what, what time okay, frame are we so, in right now? <laughs> the year is 1983 when they Thank started you. this band, Jeff Leopard. So oh, they, uh, I just, they're brilliant. So it was started on my mom's birthday, October 1st. Oh. Yeah. It's great. That's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, 1983. Mom. Well, not in 1983. <laughs> but there are other uh, North Carolina bands that were created at this time. And it's NRG, The Fetchin' Bones, and Anti-Scene. So O'Keefe actually tried out to be the lead guitarist for Anti-Scene. But he was like, I didn't have a good enough amp. I It was just terrible. So he ended up being their bassist. Which, Blaming like, the amp. I know. I was like, also, that's not any... <laughs> anything about your skills he was just he was like i was too broke i couldn't afford an amp so then jeff clayton and thomas they have jeff leopard right they're like <laughs> formed jeff leopard then they were like you know what let's form another band and it's going to be a spin-off of jeff leopard and we're going to name it judas bullethead <laughs> i can't what is happening <laughs> so Judas Bullethead, Clayton, like uh, Jeff Clayton, which is like Thomas O'Keefe's best buddy, he recorded, it was like his stage name, his nickname given to him by uh, one of their friends, Bullethead was his. And Uh then Thomas O'Keefe's stage name was Judas Leopard. Jeez, um, Pete, what is, (laughs) these guys are simultaneously super creative and super not creative at the same time. (laughs) It's just, it's so good. So anti-scene was like basically their riot anthem or like Mm. riot band saying they wanted to like be anti-S-C-E-N-E, anti-scene. Anti-scene. So they were like, we're not going to go with the perceptions of like what the other punk rock bands are doing for like commercialism. Instead, we're going to go against the fold and like, man, we're anti-scene. That's what I'm. Oh, is that what being seen is? Is like you're on the scene, you're hip, you're cool, you're relevant. Like That's what I took it as. Okay. I, I dig that. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, uh, it's standard perceptions of punk rock in specific and rock music in general. Gotcha. So they influenced groups like the Ramones and the Stooges. So like, bravo to them. Wow. Yeah. And like Jeff Clayton uh, performed with them for a very, very long time. But Thomas O'Keefe was like, you know what? After a couple years, and by a couple, I mean, <laughs> he, he, uh, 
joined them when? No, oh, 1984. He tried out for them. But I don't know where it says where what year he joined. But he stopped playing with them in the fall of 1995. So he Aww. was like, listen, it's been a long run. I'm good. I'm going to go over to the other side of things. So then oh. he becomes a touring manager. Okay. This is our boy O'Keefe? This is our boy O'Keefe. Thomas he became o- a touring manager? Thomas O'Keefe was a touring manager. He started working with Luster in 1996. So it's like, it's so funny how small this world is. And I know we all know that, but uh, he got into Luster, or like he was the touring manager for Luster because an anti-scene drummer was the drummer for Luster. So he wow. was like, hey, come on over, buddy. So Thomas O'Keefe then worked with... Uh, as a touring manager, Luster, Degeneration, they seem nice. Whiskey Town, Stir, Mandy Moore. Like, I like all of these, like, p- pretty punk rocky, anti scene, like, punk rock bands. And then O'Keefe has worked with, like, all these different people, right? Luster, Mandy Moore of all, like, fantastic, Tonic. And then he started touring, uh, uh, tour managing with Train after their debut CD hit in, like, 1999. Cool. So he, too, like, he was their tour manager for 13 years. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's a long train ride. I know. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> so he quit working with them in 2012, and then he started working at, like, Crush Management in Nashville. Cool. But then that closed. Oh. And so he went back as a touring manager for SIA, Dashboard Confessional, Third Eye Blind, and he's currently the touring manager. I mean, not in this time, maybe, but he is the current touring manager for Weezer. Whoa! They just dropped a new album, and it's pretty good. Really? Yeah. I love that you, like, listen to this music. I definitely don't. Wow, Thomas O'Keefe. I like Thomas O'Keefe. Isn't he baller? I hope Thomas O'Keefe hasn't done anything reprehensible (laughs) that I'm going to get in trouble for saying I like him about. That's very true. (laughs) It doesn't say anything as... As always, it doesn't is say it, anything about him as a person. Oh, he it has not one. always. Sometimes there's a section That's on controversies, true. but if Thomas O'Keefe doesn't have a Wikipedia section on controversies, then does a tree really fall in the forest? I hear it, <laughs> I always hear it. So it says personal life. O'Keefe married his longtime girlfriend, Stephanie Marriott, on my birthday, October, to, <gasps> October 2nd, 1999. Not my technical birthday, but Whoa. October 2nd. And they live in Nashville, Tennessee. Their That's daughter, what... Sophia, was born in October of 20, uh, 2007. Wow, a lot of October babies. A lot of October babies. And That's I was nine born months before October. in Nashville. Where are you That's from? That's where I'm from. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. I mean, Music I... capital of the world, baby. Yeah. Well, for, for country. Well, right? yes. But, all, but more and more, just yeah. in general. That's true. Um. Let me just tell you some discography for Anti-Scene because yeah. let me tell you, these got me through. Anti-Scene, some of their LPs were named Raw Bloople. I don't know if I can say that. Raw Poop. Raw <laughs> you can't. Raw I'll bleep it, but that's funny. <laughs> Raw sh- Um, Destructo Blitzkrieg, Southern Hostility, <gasps> and my favorite, Eat More Possum. Oh, no. Eat more possum. Eat <laughs> more possum. Isn't that fantastic? Is it with a P or with an O? What do you, what, which, to which are you referring? <laughs> the the oh, word possum. The O possum? No, it's a P, which okay. I was like, isn't that wrong? No, I think they're just different. Hmm. Like they're two different animals? No. Me, mm, no. 
No. Can mm. you click on it? No. <laughs> can you can you get from there to possum and can find I, out? Can I get from eat more possum to possum? <laughs> no, I can't. But uh, okay, so um, O'Keefe and then Jeff Clayton, his like best buddy from uh, Jeff Leopard and from the the world renowned spinoff of Judas Bullethead, they actually reunited Judas Bullethead for the first time in twenty five years. And then performed in an anti-scene 30th anniversary show in 2013. Wow. Isn't that? And then they were planning on re-releasing three EPs in 2020 for Judas Bullethead, I believe, and then for anti-scene. Isn't that crazy? And he's the- an adjunct professor now as well. Of what? Where? At uh, at Segway 61, a music college oh. in Nashville affiliated with... <gasps> Catawba College? <laughs> Catawba? Oh, this is bad. <laughs> we, we we come up against so many words in this podcast, and that so was many. the one that really got you. Yep. Catawba. Catawba. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a private not-profit, not uh, non-profit college in Salisbury? Salisbury, North Carolina. Right, like the broken. steak? Salisbury. Yeah, like the steak, Salisbury steak. Salisbury oh, steak. I hate Salisbury steak. Do you really? I love it. I, it's so fake and gross, ugh. but it's delicious. Life. Anyway, so that was Thomas O'Keefe. Amazing. He, I'm so jealous that you got Thomas O'Keefe and I had Judeo Nazarenism. I'm sorry. They could not have been more <laughs> different. Like, but, I guess they could have been more different, but they couldn't have been more like unrelated to one another. <laughs> just, just tonally opposite i was like (laughs) let me talk about this and be really careful to talk about this in a very scholarly way and And not put in my feelings eat more possum (laughs) (laughs) you got the fun one this week i did get the fun one cheers welcome to this me arthur greenleaf holmes until recently anonymous poet for those of you familiar with me hello again For those of you unfamiliar, who am I? Well, I guess I'm a poet. A lesser poet, and yes, I accept that. Perhaps that's because I like to make people laugh in my poetry, and I suppose that makes me a poet-comedian. Why? Why would anyone become a poet-comedian? The simple answer is that I love both. My intention throughout this series is to introduce you not only to some of my own poems, but to marry them with the great works of the English language. Writers that have influenced, delighted, and astounded me in some fashion. You can always find me on Facebook, and also on Instagram, and sometimes on Twitter, although I'm not very fond of Twitter. I don't do very well when I'm limited to a small number of characters. Well, let's see if it mattered at all. Let's do some <laughs> quizzes. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, quiz me. All right, this is going to be a tricky one because I feel like we really bounced around this one. Oh, good Lord. All right, so here's the first ah, one. Ah, see what I did there? Oh. <laughs> what does Nazarenus mean? And oh. it doesn't mean the from Nazareth one. There's a different one that it means. Nope. That I told you. I'm going to pass on this one. Can you I pass? You're going to pass? You didn't want to try? Nazarenism. It means he. Who must not be named. Who. He who falters. Has. 
is not first. Vowed. <laughs> no. He who has vowed. You don't remember that one? Not at all, David. Oh, I said it a couple of times. The name of Nazarenus is he who has vowed. I don't that's know it? why. That was No, just that's it. That's the sentence. He who has vowed? He who has vowed. I Where was I? I don't know. Maybe I did a bad job of teaching. I wonder if <laughs> no, teachers I'm think sh- that too. I wonder if teachers are like, here's a question I definitely said, and the students don't get it. And the teachers are like, is it me? Did I say it? Am that I would bad? be me. <laughs> no, that would be that's the true reason why I'm not a teacher. Go well, ahead. Here's the, here's the second one. Who was accused of being ringleader of a sect of the Nazarenes? Paul. Paul, Paul the Apostle. The Apostle. Yeah. Paul the Apostle. Paul the Apostle. It's me, Paul the Apostle. <laughs> you What's better call you better call Paul. <laughs> <laughs> What's an apostle? Is that a eat more it's, apostles? No, apostle is like a follower, right? I mean it's is it clickable? Isn't it just like it means that they're a follower of Probably. It probably probably <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> a possibly. A possibly. I hate it. <laughs> uh, it's an, oh, yeah, it's an emissary, right? I was thinking it was, it was someone who, like, not only follows, but, like, goes off and talks but about it and spreads, spreads yeah. the word. Yeah, sure. Um, literally, one who is sent off in Greek. Ah, fascinating. So, Paul the Apostle. <laughs> that was correct. How many times... Was uh, Nazarenus applied to Jesus in the New Testament? 14. That would be 14, David. 14. Very good. Because I was fat. I I would think it would be more. I think it's one of those things that you think it would be more, but the Bible's, you know, people, people, I I think people get surprised about a lot of statistics in the Bible, like how many times Jesus actually says something in the Bible is a lot less than people think. Yeah. Some of the stuff that is or isn't in there. Some of the stuff that's taken out of context, and if you read like the verse before or the verse after, it completely changes the context of a thing. Yeah. But it's a big book with a bunch of words in it, so. Yeah. And that was I mean, two out of three. And that was two out of three. Good job, Lizbeth. Thanks, boo-boo. Are you ready, right. ready, for, ready for this? Let's see how anti-scene I am. Ah, get out of here. Okay, what was Thomas O'Keefe's Jeff Leopard stage name? Something Bullethead. It was Judas Bullethead. It was. That, the, I'll the give you the, it. That Only, was the name of the band. Yep. But his stage name was Jeff Bullethead. Oh, you were so. Oh no! What was it? Judas Leopard. Oh, he was Judas Leopard. But the other guy was Jeff Bullethead, right? Yeah, he was Bullethead. Ah, jeez. Jeff, Bull- Jeff Clayton. But anyway, I know it's kind of confusing. Ah, jeez. So many you were Jeffs. You so close, though. Ah, I know. jeez. I know. Um, name three bands that Thomas has served as the tour manager for. Okay. Train. Yep. That's one. Weezer. <laughs> That's correct. That's another. And Whiskey Town. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Not, yeah, was no. He the tour you manager are, for Whiskey Town? You are absolutely correct. That. It was a lot of them. He did a lot. Her. He did a lot. He has been a tour manager for a lot of people. Okay. Was he the tour manager for all those people you mentioned, like Mandy Moore and stuff? Yeah. Or was he something else for them? Yeah. The no, he was them? the tour manager for them as well. He's so cool. Thomas, he, Thomas O'Keefe's so cool. I he hope. is so cool. Okay. Now, 
What? He he did try out for the lead guitar player of Anti-Scene, but mm-hmm. didn't get it. So mm-hmm. what was he in Anti-Scene? He what? was the bass player. That's correct, David. Because he didn't have a good amp. He did Which have- I just love. I really clung to that story because it's like when video game players are like, oh, the, oh my mouse is messed up. <laughs> my, my key or what, like... What do you call it when you're the a key- keyboard? You know the button. Oh, my button. My button's my, stuck. That's <laughs> my- what's the word for a button? <laughs> but t- button. Who's got the button? <laughs> Get out. I might. I might need more coffee. <laughs> but yeah, my mom would always be playing games with us and be like, "I my button's stuck. I can't." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, ma." <laughs> my button's stuck. I know. Shoot, freak out. God, That's two I- out of three, David. Ah, oh, dang, it was We're, two out of we three. We tied again. Ah, uh, you know what that means. Bonus round. Da, da. We can do a bonus round. <laughs> what would be a bonus round? Are we we would just up come up with a question right now. Ooh, okay, I know mine. But it would have to be something that we told the other person about. Yep. Which would be tough. I too know mine. Um, you know yours already? Yeah. Okay. I don't know mine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. I got one. I got okay. one. I, okay. I got one. This is gonna be. This is a toughie, but I got I'm one. I'm really nervous. Okay, go all ahead. Right. So remember, Paul the Apostle. Paul the Apostle. He was accused of being the leader of a sect of Nazarenes before the Roman procurator. Who? Oh, Nikes. Oh, oh, it's um. Oh, wait, hold on. Do you it's, remember? Um, is it? Yes, in there? I do. No, hold on. It's not a. It's not a. a Achilles tracks or something it was and it's not hold on (laughs) oh my brain hurts it's so painful oh my god who is it it's like Trixius flex you've got some great you've got some of the right sounds in there I know I I think you're really close to it it's right on the tip of that tongue tip of the tongue um it is Oedipus Rex it is I don't remember, David. You're so Oedipus Rex is honestly so close. I'm going to tell you, and you're going to you're going to be I'm so proud be of your brain. So mad though because I. Uh, okay. It was Antonius Felix. Antonius, I would have never gotten that. But, but you were you were I like was, call him Tony. Remember? Yeah. Oh. I was like Tony. Tony was, Felix. Ah, crap. All right, give me yours. All right, name two. LPs okay. from anti-scene. Okay. One. Oh, I've got this. I got this in the bag. I know you do. I, I'm so sorry that I got this so in no, the bag. No, I'm so excited for you. But one of them is Eat More Possum. That's correct. That is definitely correct. <laughs> oh, wait. I might have bragged too soon. <laughs> the other. <laughs> David, your face when you realize. <laughs> <laughs> no one, like, no one will ever know. The other one was Southern hostility. That's correct. Yay, David! I'm really proud of you. Because I, because I heard that one. Because it's a fun play on the phrase Southern hospitality. Correct. And I think that's a really funny. You know, <laughs> Me too. like it feels. You know, the uh, I'm gonna get in so much trouble for all my opinions on this episode. But like, there is an element of the anti anti scene that feels very 
middle school when you're like, I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna color my fingernails with a sharpie and paint yep. lightning bolts on all my backpacks. Oh yeah. And it's like Southern hostility is a really clever play on the phrase Southern hospitality that a high schooler would be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Southern hostility. More like Southern hostility. <laughs> <laughs> were you that kid who like painted sharpie oh, frick nails? yeah were you absolutely i did like pen all over my arms and yes. my mom was furious and then i would do white out on my nails because then you could pick it off during class oh uh, yeah i like i would do sharpie because it smelled sure and it wasn't like i wasn't like getting high or anything but well, it was it was well, were you or was i and or. that's why i thought southern hostility was such a cool name um well well done david you thank have a, you you are now <gasps> we both went in different directions i know yeah we presentation did. music but i've got it i've got the crown of schmott good job it looks Fits good on you snuggly on my little old noggin <laughs> And there was some learning going on today. I would say so. So thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been Learn A Little. It's a stupid podcast for smart people. Uh, you can find out more about Learn A Little on uh, all the stuff. You can go to, go to everything, right? We want to thank Dimly Wit and Background Joys for being our hosting and sponsoring networks. You can go to backgroundjoys.com to find out more about this podcast as well as others like Dress For The Podcast You Want and Obsessed With The Best. I don't think you can find out about Obsessed With The Best on Background Joys, but you can on dimlywit.com there are a bunch of podcasts that are like associated with us we're just we got a bunch of podcast friends yeah and you can also support us directly by going to patreon.com slash background joys to help liz and i keep our feet in shoes Mm -hmm. uh big huge thank you to all of our patreon donors already you're amazing and we love you and and just you're so you you you're the real schmat people you are you are super schmat. Tell your friends how schmat you are. So I'm. Let's figure out what we're gonna do next week, shall we? I'm. Ready. Oh, you already know, but I gotta oh, pick. I already know. So thanks again for listening. I farts in a bucket. <laughs> oh, farts. So thanks again for listening. I'm David. I'm Liz. And next week we're gonna learn about Coilo Stylus and Amy Briggs. <laughs> Coilo stylus? You heard me. Thank you for tuning in. Next time, see our contestants face off about the topics Coilo stylus and Amy Briggs. Make sure to rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at background.joys. This has been another episode of Learn a Little. Hosted on dimlywit.com.